Hello San Pedro podcast, episode 75. Hey, I'm Amanda. And I'm Jess. And this is the Hello San Pedro podcast. Join us as we talk with locals, community leaders, business owners, and people like us who love all things San Pedro. Every week, we'll explore San Pedro's deeply rooted culture, discuss local issues, and spread good vibes. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. Uh, This is Jess, one of your co-hosts, and we're continuing our series focused on some of the vendors that are here in San Pedro. Um, The one that we're going to focus on next, her business was born out of the pandemic, um, but she's always been a pretty crafty one, and we can't wait to hear her story. So let's get right into it. Um, My name is Amber Honorado, and I am the owner and creator of 22 Crafts. Welcome, Amber. We're so excited to have you. I think let's get into a little bit about your upbringing and, you know, your maybe some family history before we get into why, how we discovered you. Sure. <laughs> um, so I was born and raised in Pedro, um, born in Pedro Hospital. My grandparents have lived here, I'm pretty sure, all their life. So I went to all Pedro, Pedro schools. Um, my parents moved to Lomita when I was in like eighth grade, but I continued going to like Dana and Pedro um, and spent a lot of time like staying at my grandparents' house. What are some like childhood memories you have of Pedro? Going down to Paseo and taking walks, um, going to the Cabrillo Beach and the museum a lot, um, going to the diner and the lighthouse with my grandparents, um, taking a drive along Paseo when you could drive all the way through the street. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, so Jess is a new here. Yeah. What do you mean that you could drive all the way through? So part of Paseo sunk, like, I don't know how many years ago. It was, it was, um, shoot. I remember the cover on yeah. the San Pedro Today magazine what, when it sunk. So what portion of it was it? Okay. You're going down to Paseo. Yeah. Towards, you know where it ends? The Royal Palm yes. area. Yeah. Um, no. Well, yeah. So, okay, that, that's the other side. So if you're going down by the corner store, do you remember how we drove by the yes. corner store? And that road ends. And then you have to kind of go up and around to get to Royal Palms before you could drive straight through to Royal Palms from Paseo. Do you know oh. what I mean? Like Point Foreman Park. I feel like I have to look at a map, <laughs> actually. Yeah, you do. Um, but it used to go all the way through. And I'm trying to think of... When exactly? I think it was right after high school for me. Was it after high school? Was it like two thousand eight or something? I don't remember. I don't or two thousand like ten? I know. I think this is. A, I'm a bad Pedro trivia question. No, I know. Well, I'm terrible. I'm. I have a podcast about Pedro, and I don't know. <laughs> okay, crazy. Jess is looking okay. it up on the I, ma- um, on the map. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. See how it stops there? Oh, where the White Point Conservatory. Yes. Or White Point. Yes. Oh. So yeah. it actually used to continue all the way. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that it continued all the way there. Yeah. yeah so you can go all the way around and you'd end up back on 25th Street. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I remember you could do like a whole... That was perfect for cruising, right? Yeah. I you think my mom go. used to 
drive me around there when I was a baby to get me to fall asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you just drive in circles. Oh my goodness. That oh. brings up a, a, something that I think we should eventually cover on the podcast is like the topography. Like, you know, in PV, the hills are, con- the roads are constantly changing because, mm-hmm. you know, there's land movement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just wonder what, and you know, Sunken City is part that sunk in also yeah. so i just wonder what pedro will look like you know yeah. in the coming decades mm-hmm. yeah well because i used to we used to go to billy baker's which used to be on 25th street it was a little bakery and then we would drive back down you know the coast back to my grandparents house or my uncle's house how did your family like get to san pedro I believe my grandpa, so this is on my mom's side of the family. Um, My grandpa, I believe his family has always been here. And then my grandma, um, her mom was from Arizona. And then her dad came from the Philippines. And he came here. And um, I think he was in L.A. for a little bit and then settled here in Pedro. And, yeah, my grandparents have both lived here, you know, together their whole lives. So, yeah, yeah, they met in at Pedro. And oh, yeah, a cute high school yeah. love story. <laughs> Wait, your grandparents met at Pedro? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. really cute. Yeah, my grandma always says, though, I saw him and I knew I was going to marry him. And what? She did. <laughs> In high school? Yeah. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? Yeah. I could not imagine meeting anyone in high school and being like, I'm going to marry them. (laughs) But I mean, times are so different. People got married so much younger. I mean, really that was like, okay, who am I going to set my life up with? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so now everybody kind of has their own place, but, um, my uncles are still in Pedro. My mom's in Lomita. Um, but we're always, you know, in Pedro because that's where most of our family is. And it's really close. I mean, it's like so close. Yeah. yeah. It, except it, it seemed like it was so far away when my parents were going to move there. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to move out of Pedro. All my friends are here. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to drive. Like My mom never made it seem like it was a lot. Like if somebody lived on 25th and they're over here by like Green Hills, she <laughs> yeah. was always like, yeah, I'll just give you a ride. It just never seemed like a lot. Um, I think it always seemed like a lot to go to Torrance. They're like, oh. <laughs> If I'm going to Costco, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. We have friends in Long Beach um, that we moved from the San Francisco Bay Area. And they mm-hmm. used to live in Oakland. And we lived in San Francisco. And just crossing the bridge always seemed like such a hurdle. We're like, oh, we have to cross <laughs> the bridge to get all the way. And it's so close. I mean, yeah. like, the city is only like seven miles. And here I feel like it's close, it's so but close. just a mental. <laughs> I yeah. went to high school in Huntington Beach. So mm-hmm. I crossed that bridge every damn day. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was literally nothing for me to just like go here or there. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I was, I was already driving so far. But once you stop driving, and this happened to me, I stopped commuting for work. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to um, downtown LA for school. And then I was going to Santa Monica for work one time. So once you stop driving, though, it does seem like everything's like oh I don't want to drive that far yeah (laughs) I have to get on the freeway (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally I would like to get into 22 crafts well yeah I was gonna ask how like you know were you creative growing up because you know where did that really come from yeah um I was I used to craft a lot when I was little and then I think I kind of forgot about that you know I forgot that I used to be creative and I used to like to do things like that um And then in 2020, when we had all the time to, you know, sit at home, I started to craft again. 
So it became a way for me to kind of have something to do that was relaxing and calming and um, something that I I was able to share with other people. So walking it back a little, I'm curious, when did you think to convert your craft um, during the pandemic over to like an actual business? Um, I think that I had been looking for I wanted something else. Um, I work full time. Full time. I'm in HR, so I spend you know eight to nine hours a day in an office, um, and I wanted something else to do. I used to be a server for a long time, so I had that connection, talking to people, and um, doing something that was a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I also knew that I needed something that would have flexibility with my time schedule. And, you know, if I had things going on with the family or wanted to do things with friends, I could kind of control that. Um, So I think that's why I wanted to look into, at first it was just going to be Etsy. um, And then I was going to use Instagram as a platform to post, you know, what I made and kind of direct people to Etsy. Um, But Mm -hmm. as I started posting, I fell into this great little small business community um, within San Pedro and a lot of people, you know, reached out and I've met so many people that want to help or that'll tell you when there's going to be a pop-up coming up um, or that'll repost things. So then it kind of, Etsy kind of took a back burner and I started doing more pop-ups. So yeah, it's been a great experience so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I just wanted to, in the same time frame, you know, you said when 2020 hit, did you have to stop working full time during 2020 or were you doing Zoom meetings? I was working from home. Yeah, I would work from home. Um, most of the time I would go into the office, but nobody else would be there or be in my area. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were also, like, some weeks when, you know, I wouldn't go in at all. Mm -hmm. So I was working from home um, mainly and doing, you know, the Zoom meetings and everything. My husband was also home working from home. Okay. Yeah. How was that? (laughs) (laughs) It was was fun, actually. You know, we kind of miss it now because we were both home and uh, we'd wake up and I would start, you know, working – um, earlier than him and then he'd wake up and I'd be like hey you want to go grab a bagel at Bagels Galore and then he'd go get it and we'd um, come back and work we were able to have you know separate workspaces so mm-hmm. oh, that's we nice. weren't bothering each other yeah, yeah it probably would be different if we yeah had I had to friends be. that were like all right let's get our schedules together figure out meetings and everything yeah yeah, yeah. That's nice. It's cool to hear about like everybody's experience during the pandemic because I know it was different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like things were some things there were aspects of it that were kind of sweet and nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though you couldn't go to the office and things were just not as usual, but like people weren't commuting and people mm-hmm. were getting to spend time at home. People had you know time for their morning workout instead of driving an hour. You know, right. um, so there are these little sweet aspects of of that time. Yeah. 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 And it's it's kind of fun to listen to. Did you get yeah. to see a different side of your of your husband, like seeing his work side, you know? Because I feel like that's Does he have a customer service voice? Yeah, I think we both do. Um it's also funny, and I think that this is true for some of my coworkers too, is like we all kind of met each other's spouses um through Zoom, you know, they'd pop up and they'd you know, if he was came and stood in the doorway, they'd see me looking and I'm like, hold on a second, like my husband's here. And then yeah. he'd come in and say hi to them. And 
make those introductions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you'd see somebody cool. like walking across, you know. Yeah, it was funny. But yeah, I agree. I think things like slowed down, right? And so everybody had time to kind of think and maybe reprioritize what was important. Mm-hmm. Um, Pick up a yeah. craft that yeah. is like probably therapeutic, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that when I help my mom too with like crafts or, you know, because she works a lot with like paper crafts. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she needs, you know, a hundred of these things or something, you know what I mean? It gets really like therapeutic. You can get lost in the work, you yeah. know, just doing, it's like mindless, but also very soothing and relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> Working with your hands. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, what was the first craft that you picked back up? I started doing like the pom-pom wreaths and pom-pom garlands. Um, and then I started creating those like silicone keychains. And recently I got into making wax seals um, and I love doing that. It's slow, but I'll just put on a movie and I'll sit there and um, just make a bunch. Um, And then during Christmas time, I actually started making these ornaments with sequins that my great grandma used to make with me. My uncles and mom also remember making them with her, you know, when they were younger too. So yeah, it was kind of neat. And then you know, when I would be at pop-ups, people would remember them because it's kind of, you know, like an old school thing. It's not something that you see all the time. And yeah, so people would reminisce and be like, I remember that, you know, my grandma had this or yeah. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So your grandmother was uh, a crafter as well. Were your other family members too? I don't think so. I'm trying to think, you know, I have a cousin that um, she was painting um, in 2020 as well. Um, a lot of people usually are like, I don't have the patience to do that. <laughs> it does take patience. I yeah, I yeah. don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just relaxing. I'll do it something like every night when I get home from work, I'll sit there like as we're watching the show and I'll just yeah. work, work on something. Yeah. I love that. Just yeah. like putting on your favorite show and then you know it has many episodes yeah. and you can just get lost in the work. Half yeah. the time yeah. doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. For me, I, I encompass it all under art, but doing some sort of art was so therapeutic, so calming and was always my go-to. And I think like hearing you talk about it, I'm realizing like, yeah, it was that calming effect, that yeah. ability to work with your hands, like keep your mind busy, but then also slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I like listening to you talk. I feel like I'm talking to like a kindred spirit because like not everybody does grow up with crafting. True, like, yeah. My mom was a huge scrapbooker like growing up. You know, mm-hmm. I have like albums of my life up until high school pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then, um, you know, even for, even for the event that we did, you know, those tags that were yeah. on the, the favors, Yeah. we made like a hundred of those and each one of those had like probably like. I don't know, 10 or 15 pieces to go towards it. So, I mean, when you add all that up, it's like, who has the patience to do that? But my mom was like, it's no problem. We'll get it done. A hundred of these? No problem. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it seems like a lot, but it's not. Yeah. (laughs) And it's always nice because I know not everyone has that patience, Mm -hmm. but it's always nice to see someone really like put their energy into it, you know, and, and how much they enjoy it. Yeah. And I think that always like comes through. That homemade like touch is really, I mean, it's kind of lost in this day and age where we just go to Target and buy everything, you know, it's like mass produced. Right. So it's really awesome to see what like, um, 
an amazing small business community and artisan community yeah. we have here because it's like you value it so much more that somebody when somebody makes it mm-hmm. you know yeah. and it, not only that it's not just somebody it's like your neighbors your like community members you can put made the it. face to the person who <laughs> yeah. actually made it yeah. yeah and there's like this pride that comes with it you know even yeah. with like the candles or whatever that we have it's just like somebody made that you know yeah. oh melissa made it or yeah. you know what i mean or kelly made it mm-hmm. so it's it's very cool the whole notion of shop local yes. is exactly that is that yes. you're putting the face to the person who made the thing or who's you know selling you the thing and also the quality like we're so used to, to what you were saying just going to target or going to somewhere that you could get it for cheap but you sacrifice the quality you sacrifice the longevity of that mm-hmm. item whereas like someone who's so detail oriented and making sure that oh will this last will this like you know yeah um I think is important and so valuable and unique now Mm -hmm. and you know you're you're supporting your community or you're supporting that person that you're buying from you know that they're gonna see the benefit and you know when Target you shop at Target you're not really sure you know who's going to benefit from that money. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's nice. I mean, I've met so many people that um, now I shop for or um, support, um, like you mentioned, Melissa with her candles. And it's just a, a different way of thinking, I think, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's – I think it's so e- – like, I will be the first to admit, like, when it came to, like, birthday gifts or whatever, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. let me go to Marshall's. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, like, after seeing all the pop-ups – and I really wasn't a frequent shopper at the pop-ups, mm-hmm. you know? I would really just see a lot of these on Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I started going and I started seeing everybody's stuff, I was like, why am I going to Marshall's when I can – Buy something that's like homemade and more valuable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and it's just, it feels better giving something like that yeah. than something that I just bought at Marshall's, yeah. you know, that yeah. had like a red sticker on it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It just feels so much better giving something that was homemade. Right. Um, and I'm like, why, why? Like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to do gifts outside of my, you know, artisan group now. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Those true. are so much more special. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, one thing I wanted to ask, this is kind of changing gears, but what's the inspiration behind the name 22 Crafts? Um, so my birthday is actually on the 22nd. So okay. I kind of, I think I played around with a couple of names and then I was like, ah, this it doesn't have, I didn't want my name. And, and then I didn't want to kind of narrow down what I was selling because I kind of change things often or I'll get mm-hmm. really into one thing and then I'll yeah. make more of that thing. And so you leave room for yourself yeah, to like grow, to grow. and evolve mm-hmm. and change. If you're like, Hey, these are not hitting so well, or they're not as trendy. Yeah. You can change it up, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. I love that. 22 crafts. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but it sounds very local too. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. it? Like, I'm trying to think if there's something that it's reminding me of, like, I don't know, warehouse no. or something. Like That's exactly like, what I was going to say is that I think it's like the number yeah. crafts. Like, it reminds me of naming a port or numbering a Yeah, you know, like, a warehouse. Warehouse. well, Warehouse One is mm. the name of a band. But, like, mm. there's different, yeah, I think we have numbers in our yeah. names around yeah. here, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was just embedded in my, <laughs> my mind when I was thinking about it. Now... I want to kind of get into when you started 22 Crafts, were you intending for it to be like just a side hustle or? Yeah. I mean, there's so many things in my life that I had wanted to do and then I just kind of missed the opportunity or didn't give myself the chance to. And so this was something where I was like, well, put myself out there and be vulnerable and 
see, you know, see what happens. And by doing that, I've gotten to, you know, help support different raffles or, you know, go to different pop-ups. Um, and there was so much going on and I felt like, how can I also use this to help other people? And so then I came up with something that I called Color for a Cause. And so when I first started in 2021, I would pick an organization to donate to and I would pick a color for the month. And if somebody ordered something that color, I would donate, you know, 50%, you know, towards whichever organization it was. Um, but it got kind of um, like cumbersome to... I was always like kind of trying to post and post what the color was. And then sometimes I would get people that would order stuff, but it wouldn't be that color. And I still wanted to donate. So um, for this year, I just decided on a flat amount uh, percentage that I would donate of all of my sales to each um, organization. So I kind of put out there like, you know, if anybody that was following me on Instagram had any organizations that were special to them and that they would like me to donate to and um, kind of created a list. Um and so that's what I do. Where did that come from? Or how did you, did you always know you wanted to incorporate that or? Um, I kind of felt like I needed to do something. Um, in 2020, uh, I kind of had a lot of different causes where I was like, well, I want to help this group of people and I want to do this for them and this, and then it, it became overwhelming, you know, and it, it does, if you sit there and you think about everything that's going on, you know, right. it's a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of thought, well, what if I do a little bit each month? And, you know, that's more than I'm doing now because I wasn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was just a way to start. Um, some of the organizations are more well-known, like Chalk or American Heart Association. And then I was able to also find smaller organizations that um, also do some amazing work. And um, yeah, and then it was it was a nice way to also kind of communicate through Instagram with people that were following me and what was important to them, what was in, what was special to them, what they would like to see. Mm. Um, I think that's a really cool thing to kind of, you know, no matter how small your business is, you can you can always make a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's really awesome. And I think that's so important. Yeah. And I love the way that you broke it down because it is overwhelming, especially I felt like in 2020 or any time mm -hmm. where there is so many causes. There are I so know. many reasons to go and give back. And it's hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. And in some way, I could give a little bit to a lot of them, yeah. you know? Um, I love that you kind of bring it up because I think um, – it's just way too hard. We're not like meant to take on all the cares of the world. Yeah. Like we're meant yes. to be yeah. like part of a village and take yeah. care of our people. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not made to like, I we're mean, not superheroes. Yeah. 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 And we're not everything. made to be like emotionally bear the burden yeah. of like what's happening all over the world. Mm -hmm. And right. it's hard to know it. And we do because it's at our fingertips. Right. Yeah. It's hard to know it and feel like, totally fine and dandy walking and getting a coffee and just walking like your days, you know, meanwhile, things are happening in yeah. other places. But yeah. I think that to compartmentalize and to say like, no, I can't change the damn world, mm -hmm. but I can do this. I can yes. do my small part, mm -hmm. you know? And that's something I think that if everybody did that, what a difference, right. you know? Right. Like n not all of us, not, I should say not one of us can change everything, but if we all just did a little, mm -hmm. it would change so much. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you.
Was there a specific cause you were really eager to work with or to give? Or? Um, American Heart Association was the first I um, donated to. It was in February of 2021. Um, and both my mom and my grandpa um, have heart disease, so that was really important to me. I also was donating to an anaphylaxis organization because um, my sister has a nut allergy um, and she has experienced that. So there was just like different things that, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also been nice because I'll, I've had people reach out, you know, when they are raising money for, you know, a funeral. And mm. is there an item that you can donate so that, you know, we mm. can raffle it off or whatever? And mm. I'm so happy to do that. Um, I think San Pedro Surf School was doing a beach cleanup one year mm-hmm. or last year. Um, and I donated an item to that. So it, there's other opportunities, too, to kind of give back closer within the community. And so that's been really nice um, to do as well. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Amanda here to remind you that we have a Patreon. If you've been enjoying the podcast and you are loving these amazing stories from our guests, then we would like to invite you to visit us at patreon.com slash hello San Pedro. By becoming a patron, you not only support the podcast, but you also get access to bonus weekly episodes, which will include extended interviews, some more personal stories from our guests, as well as some other fun tidbits. For example, in this week's bonus episode, Amber tells us all about her Pedro love story, as well as what it was like to have a pandemic wedding. I also share a funny yet embarrassing, but also amazing interaction I had with one of our guests at Target. So there's that. Anyway, back to the episode. Um, so Amber came in with her planner, which is like <laughs> this beautiful binder. And it's, um, but one of the pages you showed us was uh, a map of the oh, yeah. country of the United States. Uh-huh. And you have highlighted some of the states. What yeah. are they? Um, so they are the states that I've sold to um, so far on Etsy. Go for um, it. List them all. California, which actually I have sold on Etsy, uh, not just here. Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, North Carolina, and Kentucky. I absolutely love this map. This is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So do you have any specific goals with the, with the business? Like, is it your goal to kind of ship everywhere? You know? oh, yeah, I would love to be able to ship everywhere. Um, is that, like, done... is that an aesthetic thing where you're like, I need more purple here <laughs> and I need more pink here? Yeah. That, for I... me, that would do it. That would be I need to ship to Montana because I need some pink there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I kind of just pick up like whichever random color and then... Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of hard right now since I work. I start at 6, um, and I work in Long Beach. And so by the time I get home, we'll kind of, you know, have dinner or whatever, and then I'll start working on something. Um, but I think that's why I, I try to do at least one pop-up a, a month, um, usually at the corner store. I guess a goal of mine would be to be consistent, consistent on Instagram and um, add more to Etsy it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to balance everything and hard. and create because, you know, if I don't make things, then I can't sell them. Right. But um, have you seen that? Um, there's this viral like uh, yeah. video where it's like I make products and now I'm a content creator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, here's For your content. content. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. Like, and reels, making reels takes so long. Oh, my gosh. So I haven't touched it. I still have um, one. I'll probably post it today, but from the relaunch party. Yeah. I haven't posted it yet because I've (laughs) been working on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And I don't do anything like 
I don't have any special effects or anything that I even do, yeah. but yeah. yeah, everything takes a lot of time. So um, I think that maybe finding, figuring out like some special time management skill to be able to work on. It is, I mean, it's very true. Like to, to that um, viral, whatever it is, TikTok, it's like, yeah. it's very true. It's like you, you know, you know how to do your crafts, but it's like, if you're running your own business, you have to do the marketing, you mm-hmm. have to do all of the scheduling the and the booking, the, yeah, the pricing. And yeah, sourcing materials and the sales. You mm-hmm. have to do the sales, which yeah. is like for me, like it's the hardest part. Yeah. It's like I just want. I end up giving stuff away because I'm like, I'll take it if you yeah. like it. Here, yeah, have it. I don't same. need money. <laughs> um, that's why, like, my parents joke that they're like they can't go into business because I know I had a comment that I said, "Wow, that you guys should really go into event." business because you guys are incredible with like how much they can create and make and host and and my mom's like nope like we will spend all the money we won't stick to a budget yeah and um we also won't charge people (laughs) like it's just very hard to take other people's money um but it's so it's so important to support your local like artisans and you know small businesses um Well, that's one of the reasons I love what's happening here and why we're like, why we invited all you guys to the relaunch party is Mm -hmm. because we, we love this like culture that's popping up, this Mm -hmm. small business, like small makers, you know, culture. Um, so I can't wait to see that grow. Mm -hmm. I would love to see it grow. It's so fun. It really feels like when we do the pop-ups that it's just, we're just hanging out and having fun and like, it's like a little party, you know, when we do it. And sometimes, you know, people be like, oh, well, did you make money or like, how was it? Was it good today? And I'm like, yeah, I sold a few things, but I met this like really cool lady that she told me about this and that. And it's fun to, to meet people and to like just having those like little connections, even if it's for like five minutes and hearing people's stories and people Mm want to talk, you know, people go there and they, they want to get to know you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's nice. What a beautiful thing. I think what a beautiful perspective to go and say, yeah, my, my work, my business, it's not just all about transactions. Like it's about the actual connection you Mm -hmm. get with people and how rewarding that is to just, you know, be able to connect with your neighbor or connect with someone who lives nearby or. I'm thankful for this podcast because living in Pedro all my life and growing up here and uh, I feel like, you know, you do the Pedro things. Um, but I, you know, just kind of lived here and I wasn't so involved in my community as I am now. Um, or I didn't really know what was going, I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. And so it's been so nice to, you know, get to listen and hear about people that are in the community and hear them share their stories. And thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's what we want to do. Um, I, I mean, I started it really cause I felt the same way cause I felt like I was missing out on my community, mm-hmm. you know, and I really just wanted an excuse <laughs> to ask people all the questions. <laughs> Um, I'm one of those talkers. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that's the privilege that I feel is to be able to sit in the chair to ask the questions, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, just so often you want to hear their story and I'll listen to an interview and I'll be like, oh, but ask them this, ask them this. Why didn't you ask them this? You <laughs> yeah. know, and like yeah. now I get to sit here and, and ask, know, the questions. ask the question. Well, yeah. even like now having Jessica, like sometimes she'll you know, ask the questions and I'll find myself just getting kind of like lost in the interview mm-hmm. and I'll forget like, oh, I have a microphone. I can contribute. <laughs> Wait, but, it's, here. but it's just like, that's how, you know, that's how we want it to be. It's like yeah. you get lost in the conversation, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, 
I think I had told you at the last pop-up at the corner store, I'm like, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. Like, how did I not know? I think a lot of people didn't know. Yeah. You know, there was really only like a, a pocket of, of people in this yeah. town that were listening all the time. But yeah. it's amazing. And I'm like, I think I have started listening at some of listening to some of the old episodes because when I find There's a podcast, yeah, I'll go back and I'll like yeah. listen to everything. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, yeah, there are some good guests on there yeah. and that's the reason because like I'll go back and listen I'm like this is so hard to listen to my voice you know it's like what am I saying but um but then the guests speak and I'm like oh this is why I'm doing this yeah. you know yeah. because the guests are bringing so much to the mm-hmm. table yeah um yeah so it's yeah, very well, cool I think it's amazing yeah I'm excited <laughs> good was there anything um about your story that you wanted to share specifically with us like anything that you wanted the community to know about like who you are or what you're doing? Um, no, just if you do see me on a pop-up, come up and say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really do like hearing people's stories. Um, and I know we've talked a little bit about my, about my grandparents growing up and um, even my mom and uncles, you know, we'll get together for dinner and you just hear all these stories. Yeah. Um, and or you'll be out, you know, at Target or the market or somewhere and you run into like people and then yeah. they'd be like, oh, I know, I knew your grandma or, or I went to school with your mom or your uncles. And yeah. so then I'll go back and like tell my mom like, oh, I saw so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. And so then, you know, that brings up their memories and their, you know, their stories and yeah. I'm realizing that is a very Pedro yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> find the connection it's like we know each other through some way yeah um you always bump into somebody at target yeah. or you and know it's always when you you know not looking your greatest yeah. like you're a mess yep <laughs> that's happened to me um or even with the mask i was like oh cool i don't have to like yeah. look cute but then pe- you still recognize people with the mask and you're like hey it's me sorry hi yeah. just gotta get out of here thanks <laughs> Um, I like to always ask, describe your favorite San Pedro experience. This is so cliche, Pedro. <laughs> I think grabbing a sandwich at Busy Bee and then... We all have the same Yeah, answer. I know. <laughs> like, but that's like the quintessential like Pedro experience. Yeah. You know? My husband will always ask you, you want to get a sandwich and then, you know, go down to Palms or you know, go eat it somewhere on the beach yeah. or even, and then end up walking along Paseo. Um, What's your sandwich? I, I like a turkey avocado or they have a turkey pastrami. Mm. I like Ooh. turkey pastrami with extra pickles. And I'm mustard. hungry. <laughs> I'm officially hungry. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds so good. Yeah. Well, so with Busy Bee, we, mm-hmm. we, um, we, I always get the torpedo because mm-hmm. you don't have to wait in line. Yeah. You just grab, grab the it. sandwich and go. That's mm-hmm. I had to learn that. I, after you waiting were in line, in the line. Yeah. So the torpedo <laughs> is my favorite. And I honestly don't judge me, but I have not tried any other sandwich because I'm a creature of habit. And once I like, when, once I know what I like, that's what I'm going to get. So I've only gotten the torpedo at, at Busy Bee. Really? And I won't, I'm not going to try anything else because that's my sandwich. <laughs> the the buffalo chicken is, is really the good. hot chicken. Yeah. I've heard like the buffalo chicken. I've heard like the meatball sandwich mm-hmm. is really good. I've heard all of them are delicious. Yeah. Like my husband buster. likes the barbecue chicken sandwich with like the sauce on the side. Um, skin. Yeah, he has a whole order. I'm not um, a hot sandwich person. Mm-hmm. I'm very much like a cold cut mm-hmm. person. I, same. Turkey and avocado. Yeah. It's good. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll have to... Well, 
I'll, you'll have to well, order it and I'll have to take a bite of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to expose a little secret. I'm not going to risk missing out of my sandwich. <laughs> I was going to say, you can call ahead at yes. Busy Bee. And yes. Really? Yeah. Put in your order. Do you have to wait in line to pick it up? Mm-mm. Oh, that's good. Just call it in. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. That's another way to oh, bypass the line. Yeah. yeah. I, I, okay. Although I think waiting in line is sort of like part of it. Due. Yeah. It's part of that experience. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, what's your sandwich saloon order? Um, egg and avocado. Mm. I like avocado. I like that. Yeah. Or I'll get um, their Chinese chicken salad with mm-hmm. avocado. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard their Chinese chicken salad's good. I mm-hmm. haven't tried it yet. It's okay. Delicious. Is it just me? But it's like, is that Chinese chicken salad <laughs> at every baby shower, bridal shower? <laughs> yeah. Every single like yeah. gathering. <laughs> For the ladies, that's the sandwich. I mean, that's the salad you bring. Yeah. <laughs> that Chinese chicken salad. Yeah. You will always have it. like your like key things. Like I feel like Joseph's Bakery, the rolls and stuff are mm. always at like mm-hmm. certain parties and stuff that you go to. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then that Chinese chicken salad. Yeah. And then I feel like um, Sorrento's like yeah. does like a really good sandwich plate. Okay. And I feel like those are always at the parties mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, like wait. Growing up and going to all those, it's like I know those foods. Yeah, and masachole. I feel like there was always a family homemaking masachole. Yeah, well, it's funny because uh, one of my coworkers was like, you know, she's all about supporting small businesses and stuff, and I was like, wait a minute, but I've been doing this like my whole life. You know, you don't realize that all these places that you know, like that we've just mentioned. Yeah, they're all small local businesses. That yeah. You know, or are just normal places for us to go and mm-hmm. buy our food and our goods. I think it's like a different thing when it's food. Yeah, it's like we don't realize, but we are supporting a yeah. small business. That's, That's so, so true. true. That's like such a good point. Mm-hmm. Food is oftentimes the place where we do shop local, mm-hmm. where we do yeah. shop small. Like we don't really business. do a lot of fast food. Well, now we have my son who like you know, like every kid wants McDonald's. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, we don't really do like a lot of fast food. Like Mm -hmm. now it's going to be like the Tory man or we're going to pick up sandwiches or, Mm -hmm. um, or if it's, or it's going to be a local pizza place, Mm -hmm. you know? Now I want to know what you're, where you're, where do you go for pizza? I don't eat pizza that often, but my husband loves Serenos. My family loves, my family loves Serenos. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good place. Yeah. 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 Um, I something that came to mind that you guys were talking about and I've heard it before is you guys referred to the palms as the palms or like the royal palms. <laughs> like that's that area. Yeah. I never realized that it had like a name for it because uh-huh. that's one of the places we fell in love with when we came to. Palms? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then just like there's that park there that we would take our dogs and everything. So, yeah. yeah but it's funny. I keep hearing everyone mention it, the palms. Yeah. I think we like shorten everything, right? Like yeah. we say Pedro, palms. P- yeah. Paseo instead of Paseo. Did you ever notice people would say instead of Portocal, they would say Portocal? Yeah. (laughs) Portocal. Just one Portocal. (laughs) And and at first, like, I I didn't know that's how people were pronouncing it. And I would go like to work in El Segundo, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, we go to Portocal, yeah. you know, we go get our fish or our, yeah. you know, our mariscos, you know." Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we do cool. have, I guess, nicknames for stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, in wrapping up, something I always ask our guests is, um, "What are some things that concern you about San Pedro?" Um, I'm not too sure, and I think that. 
all, I mean, living here and being a part of the community, um, there's still a lot that I have to learn. Um, and I know that we are going to be going through changes. Um, but I think that we have changed, you know, all my life as well. There's things that, you know, my grandparents and my mom and her brothers have experienced that I haven't. And I think that change can be good. Um, as long as we keep that community, we keep all these things that we just talked about that like make our town special, um, and make it feel like home, you know, even talking to people that aren't from here. Um, there's one girl in particular that we do pop-ups together and she's like, I just like it here. You know, everybody feels so, um, like connected and you, you know, you know, each other, like I've had lunch with somebody and we're just taking a walk and when you you pass by somebody you say hi mm-hmm. um and and she's like do you know all these people and I'm like no but that's just you know you just say hi and um I think you know if we keep that and keep that connection and love for our community I think that will you know help us prevail yes yeah I love that yeah what are some things that excite you about Pedro um I think also the change right like I think um I don't know. Sometimes we have, we can have like a bad, um, a bad rap, I think, especially from people that aren't here and don't experience the city, um, for what it is. Um, and so I think having that little bit of like a fresh take, Mm -hmm. um, could be good and good for the community and good for, you know, to bring, you know, people here to support some of the small businesses. Um, I think that that could be good. Um, but, I'm mostly excited to continue learning and um, learning about the community and the people here and the businesses that are open, the restaurants that are open, um, the people that are trying to do things and do things for our community. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Where can people find you? Yeah. I'm on Instagram at 22 crafts, but it's spelled out um, no hyphen between 20 and two. Um, And then on Etsy as well. Awesome. Very cool. I usually post um, when I have upcoming events. And um, yeah, I did want to give a quick shout out to my husband because he is a big helper in helping me set up for my events and tear down for my events because it is no joke trying to put up an easy app. <laughs> I hate easy apps. It it's is a, a more than a one person job for yeah. sure. It is a four person yeah. job. Yeah, and to be honest, I think when he's putting it up, I'm just standing there holding one side because <laughs> I can't even reach. Can I just say something that I noticed at the relaunch party? Uh, yes. And, and just know this clip said, I was like, all of the husbands that came through yeah. in the morning to help pop everybody up, like set, set all their wives up. Yeah. And then like clockwork, like when it was over, they all came with yeah. their big trucks and they <laughs> took everything down and took took it all away, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he's not a morning person, so I really yeah. appreciate because you know, all the pop-ups, usually you have to get there, you know, kind of early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he also he checks all my posts and um my stories and stuff when I'm gonna before I post them, I'm like, did I spell everything right? Does this make sense? Is my grammar okay? Yeah. <laughs> Does this look okay? Is so- that second set of eyes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's employee number yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a volunteer. <laughs> a volunteer. Yeah. yeah, but he's 
with me. So he's been by my side through it all, and mm-hmm. um, he's very supportive. So that's incredible. Give him a shout out. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? John. John. Yeah. John. Thank you, John. Yeah. yeah. Thank Thanks, you John. for helping. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the supportive husbands out yeah. there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amber. It has yeah. been such a pleasure listening to the story. Thank and you. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah. I'm yeah. also really excited to use the wax seals. Yeah. Like that's what yeah, I'm really I'm excited. Because like I yeah. want to like actually right. I love mailing letters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah, I want to start doing that. I'm just write letters yeah. to all my friends. Yeah. Yeah. One of my best friends uh, or my best friend started um mailing letters during 2020, mm-hmm. and I was like, why don't we do this? I used to love getting letters like. Yeah. So snail yeah. mail is great mm-hmm. when it's not an advertisement for sure, <laughs> yeah. or, some sort of, or oh, just sign yeah, up for a credit card. Is, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. a handwritten letter is amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And your story has been awesome. Like we love hearing about how people started what they are doing, and especially what came out of this kind of like crazy pandemic era. You know yes. what I mean. Um, so it's very cool to see that you are not only working on your craft and doing something that's good for you, but also giving back to the community, you know, which is really cool. And connecting. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's thank awesome. you. Thank you. That's all for our episode. Follow us for more on Instagram at Podcast. Huge thanks to Rock Ashfields at Palm Realty Boutique for providing us such a gorgeous recording space. And thank you to all of our amazing Patreon supporters. Leave us a review and share this episode with your friends, neighbors, and coworkers. See you next week.